Welcome to the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow podcast. I'm Sandra M., coming to you from Santa Fe, New Mexico, the land of enchantment. I interview people from all parts of the world about what happiness means to them. What are they in love with? In each episode, we'll give you a key to happiness to include in your life. And, of course, we'll play a happy tune from my live Celebrate Happiness Roadshow. A smile doesn't cost you anything. Today, we're talking with Eric Moffat, who lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Eric is president of the Himalaya Moto Tours, LLC. Did I say that correct, Eric? <laughs> it's a Himalayan Moto Tours, LLC, yes. Okay, and you're also a creative writer, and you live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And the Moto Tours go to India, Nepal, Tibet, Bhutan, Mongolia. I just can't believe it. I'm just so interested in how motorcycle tours are in the Himalayas. And what's it like? <laughs> um, it is uh, it is a wide variety of things. Um, <clears throat> it is uh, bizarre and wild. It's um, also extremely fun. Um, it can be a little bit scary. It can be it, – it's absolutely fantastic in general. Uh, folks, it, 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 uh, India, that's, that part of the world is very um, – Unlike this part of the world, I would say the chaos factor is very high, and um, it, that, that can have an effect that is either, you know, it can be both negative or positive for folks. Uh, some folks go over and are a little bit um, <laughs> uncomfortable about, uh, about, about the chaos and, and uh, some of the poverty and, and some of just cultural differences, and then um, other folks can go over and just feel uh, quite freed up by that, that sense of difference. Um, my, my job is to is is to uh, alleviate um, as much hassle as I can, so that you can have whatever experience you you need to have over there. That's that's my job, really. Fantastic. So, you know, we're here today to talk about what is happiness to you. So I'm assuming that in some way there's a connection between these motor tours and happiness in your own life. How did you get started in this? And does it make you happy, oh. or is? It... <laughs> yeah, um, two two questions. I mean, two different questions. So I I started doing this because my dad started the business. So um, my my father and I were very close um, through a bizarre series of events. He ended up going over to India and living kind of full time when I was about eighteen, um, and he was a trekking guide, um, uh, and so he. In, in the in the trekking season would be leading uh, you know foot treks through um, the high Himalayas in Nepal or in uh, Ladakh wow. which is um, northern India yeah and then in the off season he uh, he bought a motorcycle and in the off season would drive around motorcycle throughout throughout India kind of exploring and um, he put the two together uh, so he found a, a fellow who was a um, 
had the capital to buy some bikes and my dad mm-hmm. had the know-how and the routes. And so they uh, planned planned the whole season and uh, began r- really the first motorcycle tours in India. Um, they, there was wow. another fellow doing something similar in the South, uh, but they started pretty much at the same time. Um, so then my dad and this other fellow began running a season of tours in northern India, and mm-hmm. uh, my dad got hepatitis pretty seriously um, oh, and no. had to be out of the – yeah, <laughs> so he he, he, he was um, – Spent about I don't know a couple of uh, a couple of months up in Ladakh uh, with hepatitis, um, mm. kind of fighting for his life, doing real bad, um, and did recovered. Did he succeed? Um, oh yes, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. He did well. Um, and but that that kind of uh, showed the two colors of his business partner. I guess is the way that he would put it. And so they they had a business partnership split up. And mm-hmm. my dad ended up being able to buy all of his bikes and start his own touring company there. And so that's that happened. So I would go over uh, once or twice a year um, mm-hmm. uh, for any number of years and help him with, with the tours or just explore India on motorcycle with him. And uh, that's mm-hmm. how I became involved in the, in, in the motorcycle tours. Yeah. So it was like a joint happiness between the two of you. I can imagine your father must have been some kind of a free spirit or at (laughs) least at the very least, this made him happy to do this motorcycling through India and so forth. And he is not from that country. He's from America, correct? Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, he grew up. He grew up in Minnesota, and then you know our family grew up in Colorado. I grew up in Colorado in the mountains. So he loved the high mountains, and he uh-huh. always had a call for to the Himalayas. So, so he um, had a call. Did, did it make? Uh, I would that's say it was a calling. Yeah. And when you yeah. say a calling. I mean, that's somehow to me connected with passion. I mean, if you have a calling for something, it's like you can't go any other direction. You just have to, your passion just takes you there. And I want to know, what do you think about passion and how did that get connected to you? I mean, obviously you're doing the same thing. So, well, at least you're still running these tours. Do you have a passion for this? I mean... Um, I, 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 that's a good question because I'm not sure that I have, I mean, I definitely have a passion for motorcycle riding. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. I, and why uh, do you love it? Does, Tell me why you love it. Tell me. <laughs> why I love riding a motorcycle. Um, uh-huh. There's the, the sense, the sense of freedom. Um, I love the sense of freedom. I, I love, um, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at it too. That, that always helps. But um, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. I, 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 I think that one of the things that being on a motorcycle demands is that you are absolutely in the present moment. Um, you, you can't be riding a motorcycle uh, and be distracted uh, or, or things go, can go badly pretty quickly. So yes. one of the things that, that motorcycling requires is you to, be, you to be as present as you possibly can um, for as much of the time as you possibly can. And with that, I think, comes uh, a, a sense of, um, mm, well, I've been thinking about this idea of happiness, right? So mm-hmm. ha- happiness, and I was like, I don't know, what is happiness? <laughs> yeah, um, that's one of my questions. Uh, what is happiness to you? Yeah. 
Join Sandra M. for her live performance of the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow, a toast to love and happiness in life, an uninhibited musical adventure guaranteed to awaken your happiness vibe. Celebrate with upbeat rhythms, love songs, and fun stories, some told by you in the audience. Sandra's musical guest and accompanist, Todd Lowry, sings his hopeful and happy originals. To book Sandra M. and the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow, email sandra at sandramcknight.com. Celebrate happiness with Sandra M. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not sure what what happiness is. I, I ended up looking it up, um, looking at the the root, you know, the root of the word, um, mm-hmm. you know, in an etymological dictionary, and um, mm-hmm. m- mostly. So happiness comes from hap, which is this, which is like to occur or to have uh, to have happen, um, and is wow. mostly associated with like luck. Or, or or fortune or circumstance, right? So, but if you look at like what circumstances, it's actually just what's happening. Um, uh, and I, 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 there may be some sort of um, connection between uh, a feeling of contentedness and a feeling of um, elation and 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 okayness, even mm-hmm. more than okayness, but like sort of goodness. Um, and and the sense of being a fully present in the moment, as fully present in the moment as you can. Be. Like when you're on um, the bike, and, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not like there aren't, you know, just, you know, terrible things that can happen on a motorcycle. Um, and, you know, you, you get smacked by bugs or you get hit by hail or, you know, terrible drivers cut you off and scare you. Um, but there, mm-hmm. e- even in the midst of the ups and the downs of those, like, individual happenings or circumstances, when you're there, I think that there is possible in those moments and in every moment to to achieve a sense of, of just being with it so that you're not under the thumb of whatever is happening to you, but you're... Uh, you're rather able to. I don't know. You're 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 there. There's like a field of of awareness and presence that that you you can be a part of and and um, and have uh, some control over so, or make some. I don't think it's contribution about control, to. Honestly. No. What is it I, about? I, 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 mm-hmm. I think I think it's I think it's about being and interacting uh-huh. in that. Um, I, I think wow. that the greatest times of unhappiness come when you try to have control. Yes, <laughs> yes. too much control. So, yes. um, because you know it, it can work well for you. You can you can be in control and do you know and things go well for you. And those moments there's like a there's like a satisfaction of oh I'm getting what I thought I wanted. Um, but it's, I find that that kind of a happiness is, is really fleeting and not very satisfying at the end. Um, so could uh, you repeat what you said? You said something about being in the moment so that you're, in, you're interacting with the moment, and that is really what it's about. It's not about control. It's just about being what? In the moment and interacting in the moment? I think that's right. I can't remember exactly what I said. Um, right. I, I think it is. I, I think it is about like being being present 
with what's happening, acknowledging what is happening and what is. And mm-hmm. I, I, I feel the more, the more I can rest in that place and position, regardless of what's happening um, around, um, the mm-hmm. better I get at, 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 at uh, plumbing the depths of what's happening and what is, the better wow. I, I, I am at knowing what's, what's actually um, happening, the more my awareness grows. And the more I'm able to rest in that as well, um, the more at ease I am with those those situations. And then I I think for me there's like a co-authoring with sort of the universe as to what what you know you talked about control and creation or, or like what you do like so in in a in a moment of you know being present you, there's also doing and so what is it that you do um and I, I think that that as you sit more presently in in those moments of awareness you can um you can also have kind of a spontaneous um understanding of 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 what what doing requires in the world. <laughs> I just love what you just said. I just love this well, co-authoring with the universe. I mean, that's yeah. you that's what you just said and that's like a fantastic concept, co-authoring with the universe. In other words, not controlling the universe because how foolish is that? Who can control yeah. the universe, right? I mean, of course, everybody's yeah. always trying, including governments and so forth and so on. <laughs> ah, yeah. It's an illusion, <laughs> right? It's just I an illusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic what you're saying. And uh, I'd like to go a little more in depth on this. Um, okay. uh, do you think that people are born happy? I mean, most people. I know that there are people who obviously are born with severe defects and so forth and so on. Some people born where they don't live. Um, we know, as a woman, you know that you can have a child that's born dead, so to speak. Yeah. So, but most of us, do you think most of us are born innocent, open, and basically happy in the world? And then how oh. can we maintain that? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I, okay, well, I, then I'll ask you another question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So how about the concept of being grateful in life? How does that connect to being happy? Do you have any thoughts on that? Because a lot I of them... Okay. Yeah. No, I'm waiting. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm collecting those thoughts. Uh, I, definitely, I believe there's a connection between being grateful and... and um, so, again, like, for me... <laughs> Um, uh, what is what is what is happiness? So is happiness um, is happiness a goal? Is happiness the thing that you're 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 trying to achieve? Um, are you are you you know? And and if that is the case, how are you trying to achieve it? Um, to me, I feel like happiness is one of those elusive things, right? The more you try to grasp at it, the more it uh, you know. Like, what's the analogy? Like a feather a feather in the wind or something, you know, you, the more you try and grab it, that feather that's floating, the, the more you push it away. Um, uh, um, okay. So I, 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 so like, um, so when you're grateful, I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like happiness could be, um, a, an, in, uh, 
I'm even I'm even hesitant to, to say that that we should use happiness as an indicator as to whether things are going well or not. Um, okay. uh, like whether you're doing the right thing or not. Um, but I I I want deeply for everyone to be as happy as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And I I I think that a great profound you know happiness is is possible. And yes, I I believe that it I believe that resting in your true nature, the true nature of the present moment, you know, is kind of a Buddhist um, a thought. Um, resting in that, I believe, brings out uh, sort of a flavor of happiness in your existence. Um, but I, 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 I don't, I don't think that it can be found by, um, uh, by attempting to, uh, by attempting to, uh, by holding on too tightly to it. Um, I see. So I, I, yeah. I, 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 I think gratitude is 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 one of those things that um, immediately uh, puts you less front and center. Um, uh-huh. So like there, there's I, I feel like when you're when you're when you're feeling a sense of gratitude, your focus is less on yourself and and m- more on. Um, Something what you're grateful something. for, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and 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 I, I feel like maybe there there that's a that's maybe that's a, a key thing to um, maybe that's a key part to being present. We invite you and yours this October 2023 for an intimate. 14-day happiness journey to Bhutan, the lost kingdom of happiness. Experience the magnificent beauty, magic, and mystery of this ancient culture that calculates the gross national happiness of its people. Happiness, Bhutan style, is an adventure of a lifetime. For our itinerary, go to BhutanLostKingdomTours.com and click on Special Packages. Celebrate happiness with Sandra M. Yes, well, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, when you say a profound sense of happiness is possible, I just love that. So some of the things that you're coming up with, some concepts, co-authoring with the universe, profound happiness is is possible, and it's connected by being grateful in the moment. And, you know... To me, I just believe I'm happy. <laughs> you yeah. know, I just believe it. I, that's, yeah. I, think it's, I don't think it's something that, it's a feeling. You feel good, you feel happy, and you, choose, you make choices that make you feel happy, right? Happier people make happier choices in life. And I do think that if you come from that mindset of, okay, I'm just going to choose happiness in my life, then it starts to snowball. What you know, what makes you happy, and then being grateful for things that come to you, and also what you can do for others, because they do say, well, I use the word they, but you know the great seers and the people who are thinking about this all the time, they talk about the fact that being grateful is very important, and also living in a sense of love, love for yourself love for life itself, love for other people. I know that love is a big concept for most people. 
But, mm. you know, most people sort of understand it. They sort of, on some level, if you say something like, I need you to be positive, it, actually people will argue with that. You know, the word positive. Mm. They'll get intellectual. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, but if you say, oh, let's just be loving, most people have mm. some sense of what that means, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering, what are you in love with? Mm. Um, well, I, that's that's a great question. I mean, there are like the, 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 the things and people in the world that I, I, I love to do or I am in love with. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and then there's, there's, and, and those, those I think are, are also connected to a, a, a deeper sense of, of just like pervasive love in, 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 in the world. Um, mm-hmm. one that doesn't necessarily, um, uh, distinguish between, you know, boundaries of, 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 of self and other, um, or of, of thing and no thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I, I mean, for me, that's the deepest connection that I have um, in in the world. So, um, and and being, uh, uh, you know, when I remember to, you know, tune into that which is always present around me and in me with me. It sounds sort of this, but it's it's <laughs> it's actually experience. Um, when I when I can remember that I um uh you know that that's the most important thing for me um and it's also it, it it's also I would say the deepest source of of, of happiness there is for, for yes and I think for most people whether they will admit it or not love is really you know love is in your heart. I think mm. happiness, love, joy, all of these words that we're using are heart-centered, and they're not mind-centered, mm. brain-centered necessarily. Mm. So uh, when we're talking from our heart, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, then we are somehow, at least I am, somehow happier. When I'm talking out of my mm. head, I sometimes am not so happy. You know, I'm sort of figuring well, do, it out, and of course those, then I'm... Go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering. Do do you think those things can line up? The the, the head and the yes, heart. Yes, of course. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course. How, how do you do that? <laughs> well, you know, I do that through meditation myself. You know, mm-hmm. and and try to be in the moment as much as possible. And then there are certain things you have to use your mind for or your brain. You're analyzing a situation. You have to come up with a solution, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But not everything, right? You yeah. don't have to look at a painting or you don't have to go out and work in nature or, as you say, riding on that bike. I can't imagine. Oh, I I just don't think I could ever do a motorcycle by uh, tour. But just the sense of adventure yeah. and beauty that you must experience yeah. out on that road. Oh, I mean, you don't need your brain to figure that out, right? You just feel it. <clears throat> right. You you definitely mm-hmm. need your brain to 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 help you navigate oh. safely. <laughs> oh yes, of course, of course, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I understand yeah. that. So would you yeah. say, just as we're coming to a close, that if you're navigating safely on the road, I I don't want to say the road of life, but you know, on the road, <laughs> right? 
You need both your brain and your heart, and they have to be coherent. Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced of the separation between the head and the heart. I think that might be um, uh, a concept that uh, is w- works in some circumstances, but not all circumstances, and it might not be entirely true. Um, I, oh, I know in, in okay. Eastern in in Eastern cultures, the, the head and the heart is is not necessarily so separate. Um, uh, you know, um, so the Buddhists don't find that big difference between 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 the head and the heart. Um, so uh, there, I think that there, I think that there um, is an alignment that that can happen, and that is probably our natural states. Um, and uh, so, I guess the quick answer—I already didn't give you a quick answer—but <laughs> I guess the quick answer would be yes. That the head and the heart need need to be be aligned, um, uh, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're not so different. Um, I have learned something from you, Eric. This is fantastic. And I think something for all of us that are listening in, that the Eastern philosophies and all the places that you have been going, let me repeat them, India, Nepal, Tibet, Bhutan, and Mongolia, right? Those places that you have been living in and uh, riding on the motorcycle through, etc., have shown you that the head and the heart are aligned and you understand that on a level which I'm I'm going to give some meditation to that and I really am so excited to have had this time with you and to be able to talk about happiness and your concepts is there anything else you'd like to say before we end um no I'm I'm Super thankful that you asked me to be a part of it. Um, I really appreciate you and you following your passion in this. I think it's inspiring and beautiful, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, then, we'll look forward uh, to talking with you another time. And I'm I'm getting so excited about what you're doing with these motorcycle tours. And I'm even thinking, oh, maybe I could actually do it. I don't know. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about it. We don't have to ride a motorcycle to come along. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. And so I just want to thank you for tuning in, uh, everybody, for tuning in to Celebrating Happiness with us. What we eat affects our overall physical health. However, some foods also affect our state of mind. For example, carbohydrates release serotonin, a feel-good hormone. High in sugar simple carbs give you a short energy rush which often is followed by a crash. Complex carbs, veggies, grains, give more sustained energy. Lean meat, poultry, legumes, and dairy are high in protein and release dopamine and norepinephrine, which boost energy and concentration. Processed or deep-fried foods and skipping meals tend to leave you feeling down. Make one better food choice each day. For example, swap a sweet breakfast pastry for some Greek yogurt with fruit. You'll still satisfy your sweet tooth and the protein will help you avoid a mid-morning energy crash. Try adding in a new food swap each week. And again, before we go, I'd like to thank today's guest, Eric Moffat, for sharing his happiness story. 
And if you'd like to share your happiness story on the Celebrate Happiness Roadshow podcast, send an email to me at Sandra at SandraMcKnight.com. All right. Thank you so much. Everybody smiles in the same language. A smile, let your light come shining through. That curve at the corner of your mouth sets everybody straight. Let your smile illuminate.